with vaccines and health care and abortions where the elites can kill another billion people. Woohoo, oh yay! And we, the own mind slaves of the elites, celebrate the eugenics and genocide. Yes, may the will of our Lord Satan be right up everyone who loves freedom's asses. Oh yay! You are so kind, and I am an expert. And you are not allowed to stay here with freedom and truth reign. And this is the fucking cool new awesome Dark Star Rising podcast intro. For a thought crime, and I am an expert. And you are not allowed to stay here where freedom and truth reign. And this is the fucking cool new awesome Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Welcome to season two of the XR Rising Podcast and Show. Okay, so we start this off by going over to OBS and we go over to the exclusive I made exclusively for either redcircle.com audio membership or for minds.com slash dark underscore star underscore rising exclusive video if it's short enough to upload that platform. And we go over and we listen to it to see if it's got squirrel audio. Oh, so the whole thing is squirrel to this. I mean, squirrel. It's fine. It's not squirrel. So this probably will be fine, not squirrel as well. Okay, so we're caught up with yesterday's content. I did it all, all yesterday's. I split it up in two and did it all over again. But today, we're talking about something special. This is the Dog Star Rising Podcast and Show, and I welcome you today, today, and today, and today. Basically, one of the many things I do or work on is science fiction. I create my own science fiction in a variety of different ways. If you are an exclusive member on RedCircle.com, Dark Star Rising, um, you you can listen to the audio version or Minds.com slash Dark underscore. If you're watching this, feel free to like, share, subscribe, and check out other videos and if you're listening to this go ahead and give it a five star rating right now unless you hate it then give it a 5.5 star rating thank you this is the dark star rising podcast and show rising oh the mines is not listed here oh jeez yes you can um, here, we'll go to it here. Minds.com Minds.com slash dark underscore star underscore rising. I, I post some exclusive stuff here for the Unlock Exclusive Membership tier. Okay. If you want to support the show, you can unlock the exclusive content there. Or redcircle.com uh, for the $8 a month tier. Also, if you want to support the show, there's the crypto here at minds.com slash darkstarrising with those underscores. Um, just think, basically, where there's a space should be, there's an underscore. It's just darkstarrising, you know, with underscores where the spaces would be, right? Anyways, uh, also, some pretty good memes reposted here, and you can contact me here. I have to change my head, my overlay someday. So we're actually what we're going to do today is kind of a special day. 
we're we still not starting our, our, our next week's series. Uh, I'm trying to get people excited for that. It's called Far. I have a picture to show you, but I'm going to go ahead and click on Canva. Because what we're doing today is we're, we're actually working together. We're making some cool stuff. And hopefully it's here, Far. Freedom and Reality. So this is a new series we're hopefully starting next week. Probably it's going to be next week. So make sure you check in for the free podcast, The Dark Star Rising, wherever you find podcasts from far. And rebel.com slash darkstarrising for the video version. Okay? Because we're going to be starting this Freedom and Reality series. And there's different chapters. And this one that we have loaded here is part four. Freedom and Reality. Where is the, pro where is the progress going? Okay? So Freedom and Reality is a series about understanding reality better. Um, it's called FAR. That's going to probably start off next week. So check back for that. But for today we're doing some pretty cool fun stuff where I am talking about how to make better um, science fiction or even fantasy um, magical or um, some fictional stories. Okay, So it's kind of broad but we're focusing more on science fiction. Okay, And the reason is because science fiction is kind of exclusively similar to itself, meaning, um, what am I saying? Um, science fiction is, 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 is a little different, right, than some of the other genres, right? So there's fantasy, there's science fiction, there's a whole bunch of other things. You can mix all sorts of genres together and stuff. But with, with, with things that are kind of like in space or futuristic, there's some um, tips I would like to give because I've noticed some good and bad sci-fi and the things that make them different. Now, I would say uh, a, a typical thing of bad sci-fi that really isn't all that great is they guess the future, okay? And so this is something you don't want to do, okay? So I'm going to explain this by opening up a Canva uh, 4K image prop uh, thing, okay? So what you don't want to do if you want to make good sci-fi or good futuristic story is to guess the future, okay? It's fun to have like a, a, an alternate timeline that's a little different and that's a less problematic because you're saying different things happen and so that's why the future is definitely, because you're probably going to get the future wrong. Everyone I, I can remember that guesses the future and says in, you know, it's, you know, back to the future, the movie. In 2011, flying cars. Where's our flying cars? Okay. 2001, literally, the movie, it's called A Space Odyssey, 2001. Yeah, we, we where's the monkeys and the monoliths? 2001, all of them are, they're in video games, but, you know, where's the general AI that has a red light, you know? Obviously, science fiction, but the point is, the, they're, they're completely wrong about the guesses of, of, of what we would have technologically, right? And, and there's not a lot of examples of, of, of ones getting it spot on. Most get it wrong. There might be a few that get it spot on, but most get it wrong. And by spot on, it's probably not even spot on. The point being, if you have your set in our timeline and then just add 20 years, you're going to... If you're watching this, feel free to like, share, subscribe, and check out other videos. And if you're listening to this, go ahead and give it a five-star rating right now. Unless you hate it, then give it a 5.5 star rating. Thank you. This is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show.
But if you want to create a more realistic future, a more believable future, you have to add hundreds of years so that people, you know, never get to see if you're right or not. Like in Mass Effect, they add 200 years, I believe, and then also 200 years of jump, a spurt in technology by discovering the, the Protheans technology. So they discover the mass relays and the Prothean technology, and that's what jumps them another 200 years, so they're technically 400 years in the future, and that's very safe because it's like, okay, surely by 400 years in the future we can be spacefaring, at least if we have access to spacefaring technology that we can reverse engineer. So and reverse engineer that shit. That's very believable and it works really well for science fiction. And then you look at Dune, and like foundation series, all all that stuff written written by um, H. U. or uh, you know, Dune Foundation. You know those kinds of science fictions where they don't even tell you what how far in the future it is, like Star Wars, right? The movie that's like, well, we're not telling you the date. It's a long time ago, and the galaxy is far, far away, and there are human beings. But that's all we're saying. So it's kind of like they ha then you have the ability to tell any kind of story you want. And you don't have to worry about it seeming kind of gay and flimsy in, in 10 years. Because it's like, you know, the, the global climate change fear scammers, they're always saying, like, you know, every 10 years, they're like, ah, it's 10 years, and in 10 years, Florida will be flooded, and they're always wrong. Okay? These, these things always end up being wrong because, I mean, other than the fact that it's a scam, they are always saying something ridiculous that they couldn't possibly know. You know, Florida will be flooded by 2030. I assure you. You know, it's like, no it won't. I guess, and I'll probably end up being right. Okay? So, by flooded, I mean like the whole Florida flooded by 2030. I don't think so. I don't think so, Bob. And uh, it's just so funny how many YouTubers are literally paid to propagate the 22 trillion dollar fear scam industry i mean it's like it's like yeah i'm supposed to believe you random youtuber who, are, who you even admit you're like paid by this company and they're yes they propagate yeah like how are we going to prove to people that all of the guesses that they make are correct well we'll use nasa to verify their guess dude nasa is one of the biggest proponents of the scam of course they're going to verify that 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 it's all correct data. NASA isn't like a a, a a independent science organization. NASA is part of the fucking establishment, and it is an establishment narrative that climate change is the worst thing ever. So they're only going to propagate that. They're only going to confirm that. They're not going to do real science. This is the reality you live in. Okay. NASA's been full of shit since it's existed. It's, I'm not saying they never went into space or whatever. I'm just saying they're full of fucking shit. Okay? And so you get people who used to work for NASA and then what do they do? Well, they propagate the same fucking bullshit. They're not scientists. The YouTubers are all like, Well, I discovered, turns out gravity works a completely different way. He's just, like Veritasium, he just finds one theory... That's another scientific theory that could be true or could not be true. It's possible. It's true and it's possible. You know, it's a theory, 
And then he says that's the truth and everything else that came before is wrong. It's like, dude, that's not science. You're just a hype YouTuber. You're not a fucking scientist or an educator, Veritasium. And all the rest of you guys. You're uh, more along the lines of propagationists. And sometimes they get things right, okay? But I'm saying it's, it's not a good source of knowledge. To, to watch the hype videos, you know, that oftentimes are paid for by big corporations to push their messages and aren't actually doing science in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> sometimes they do some cool things in science, scientists see things, and sometimes they say things are true. But if you actually look at the, some of the, some channels that are actual scientists giving their own opinions, typically they're like, yeah, these guys are full of shit. Okay? And it's true also of the 22 trillion dollar environment fear scam industry it's kind of in the title anyways the point is this is not about that this is about how to make better science fiction so you, you want to be guessing you're guessing you're making shit up right an alternative timeline is a great way to do this putting it in another galaxy somewhere far away in a completely different timeline far in the future is a great way to do this just fast forwarding two to eight, you know, like several thousands of years, great way to do this. Because you can, if with thousands of years, you can say, well, civilization rose and fell and the bore us over and over again, just like it did with the flood. And, you know, civilization Rome fell, right? You know, let's say the current civilizations fall and there's another apocalypse and people start at zero again. You could say that happens any number of times so that it perfectly matches your own new timeline. And you can have people start at the beginning again, if you want. Like they just discovered If you're watching this, feel free to like, share, subscribe, and check out other videos. And if you're listening to this, go ahead and give it a five-star rating right now. Unless you hate it, then give it a 5.5-star rating. Thank you. This is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. For the first time, you know, I mean, around for a while. I, I'm not saying they just go before this timeline, but I'm saying yeah, there were tall towers, probably. There were, um, like before the apocalypse of the flood, before the ice age, even there could have been entire civilizations that, that the majority of the um, history has been wiped away by massive climatic things like the flood, right? The, the scientists are like, well, we think. All of the dinosaurs were killed by a single meteorite. Um, but the flood's kind of impossible. You know? Well, there's a lot of evidence of a worldwide flood. And if it did happen, it would wipe away. If it was to happen nowadays, eh, you think glass and chrome and steel, still skyscrapers going to last a worldwide flood? 
and then 10,000 years later. No, that shit, even glass and chrome ain't gonna last. You know, even steel and plastic will fade away and just turn into mush underneath mush. And the plastic will probably turn back into oil eventually. That's where it came from. You know? So it's like, civilization could just be, you know, it could be, hypothetically speaking, 100,000 years ago, there was already a space-faring civilization. And that would be a cool story, right? So you set it as far away from the current time as possible, and then you can tell any story you want to tell. If you want us to tell a story within the bounds of your own timeline, that's good too. But you have to understand you're working within this timeline. You can create a whole new timeline then. So the best things to make a science fiction story is you start off either with it with your own timeline, okay, with different events, or far away in time so that technology and cultures can be unrecognizable. And the reason why you want it to be like that because you're creating science fiction. It's supposed to be amazing, right? It's supposed to be futuristic or far away, right? Like, okay, uh, just all the good sci-fi ones. Like, some of the really bad ones, maybe they tried doing that too. But for most of the good ones, I think that they're pretty far, far away. Like even Deus Ex, Human Revolution, right? It's it's this similar time period, but it's an alternate timeline where they did more robots. They did more. They made robot cars. They made robot people. They made robot parts. You know, they did more of that than they than they did in our timeline, right? And so they ended up with this robot technology, and that's. It works because it's a completely different timeline that has some serious changes at around 19 something or another, right? Okay, so that, your own timeline, or having a time that's far, far away, before or after our current time, and, and, and has a complete, or a completely different group, somewhere, maybe another, maybe you just talk about aliens, you know, and you're just telling their stories. This gives you the ability to tell any story you want, and it, becomes plausible it, and the, the, the not and the sense of disbelief you know which people will have for it isn't bound to a single den right like it, for example you know a hundred years later people could still read your story they can still read foundation and doom and think of that in the future a hundred years from today they can they could but it's kind of hard to do that with let's say a TV show or, or a book or so show that says in a hundred years uh, X, Y, or Z happen like there's apocalypse, you know, and everyone goes back to cave. Well, that didn't happen in our time. Aww. So it's an alternate timeline. It becomes an alternate timeline, but if you don't specifically say it's an alternate timeline, you, you're kind of, you're kind of cutting yourself into a box. Now, I'm not saying it won't work. You could still make 2001 Space Odyssey, and, you know, that movie did alright. Not a lot of people watching it nowadays might laugh at it. Um, and the same can be true about, like, Back to the Future, it's a fun show, right? So it doesn't mean you're guaranteed to make a bad sci-fi show if you don't follow these two rules, but these two rules will give you a really great start. You, with these two rules, you can make a great story. It doesn't even have to be a sci-fi story, but a great story is, I think, easier to be made with these two rules. You have your own timeline, or you set the events so far away that it's not 
bogged down by our own political ideology, our, sorry, our own politics, ideology, religions, cultures, technology, uh, level development, uh, society, like anything. Then you can do your own thing and it can be whatever you want it to be, you know? Well, and the alternate timeline is a great way too. For a lot of my stuff that I've already written and I'm planning to write in the future, I've got basically a slightly different alternate timeline or a really different alternate timeline. And, and for some of my other stuff, it's significantly future, in, in, significantly in the future in a slightly different timeline, basically. So in 2088, people are probably going to be all like, well, 8K region wasn't very accurate. Sure, but it is kind of insinuated that it's maybe not insinuated well enough. So maybe maybe that will be my worst sci-fi ever make. But but um, for 8K Origin, I am declaring officially it's kind of maybe in its own timeline, and thus hopefully that it will stand last longer. But like I said, I, do, I doubt 8K will be considered my best work, at least from my own perspective. Um, some of my future works uh, that I'm working on in the future are definitely going to be in their own timeline. Because I'm not going to put them far away in another galaxy, I'm doing the first rule, which is that, or the first uh, doing it own timeline. And to do this, to make it obvious, what you can do is you some things that are taken for granted, like World War II, or some some events that have happened in your timeline, and everybody's sure that they happened. What you do is you turn them on their head. And you say something else completely different happened, then people know, oh, well, well, shit, this is a completely different timeline. Like, World War II didn't happen, or Hitler turned out to be a vampire, or something, you know, like, something crazy. So that people go, okay, so we're dealing with a different timeline, and it gets exciting, you know, and this can be very successful. I'm not saying you can't make a good sci-fi without doing one of these two things, but I do think that these two things are very helpful, and give your, gives your sci-fi the capability of becoming great, not just good, but great. If you, if like Dune had did this, and just about all the stuff um, of the guy who wrote Foundation and Dune, I think he also wrote Dune Foundation, um, uh, a whole bunch of those, right? And then also Star Wars did that, you know. And um, this has been done by DSX and other things as well, right? But you kind of need to make it obvious that it's in another timeline. Otherwise, people will be like, oh, it's not in another timeline, right? <coughs> make sure that you say some events that are different. Like, 911 didn't happen. Instead, there's this giant monster that came out of New York sewers and started eating people uh, on my birthday or whatever. You know, it's like that way people are like, oh, oh, so this is a completely different timeline. Oh, interesting. What happened? What were the causality? What, what happened? You know, the monster started mutating, and he, he he pooped, and his poop has radiation, and then now the super mutants, superhumans, who touched his poop, they they became you know superhumans, and now they're superheroes, right? So like, you gotta tell it in a way that it sets up the whole, and you don't need to do a lot of exposition for this. You know, exposition is when you just say the thing happens, like in Destiny Two. I, mean, I don't play Destiny 2, mind you, the game, but I've heard it has a lot of exposition. So what it is, is like a cutscene where a guy just talks. That's what exposition is. What you want to do 
is a little bit of exposition can work really well, but it's better to give short exposition from a character than long exposition from the narrator. And if you show it instead of telling it, that's better. Even if you're writing, uh, if you say, uh, let's you say you actually do an actual flashback, you know, and then they, they actually experience it, or they talk to each other about it, like, oh, remember back when the monster came out of New York and pooped all that poop? Yeah, so I think this guy's a mutant because of the poop, remember? And then people who read it are like, oh, so touching the poop makes you a mutant. Oh, interesting. And it's a little better than, than it being all like, in this time, the monster came up, and then he pooped, and then people touched the poop. And then people get bored of that, especially if it's at the beginning of your novel. Even novels got to be like short form, click, 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 clickbait, basically. What? I mean, clickbait was not invented by videos, guys. Judge the novel by the cover. Everybody judges the novel by the... <laughs> so, so, we're going to round this out by talking about how you can use Canva for free. Canva.com. Worth billions of dollars on the network value. Um, but you can, you can get into it for free and make a cover for your movie or your video. This is not promoted by them. They're not giving me money, so I'm only going to talk briefly about them. But... It's great to use for free. Yeah, okay, so let's let's see here. You go and you make a book. You go create. Okay, so do I remember the book dimensions or do I? Oh, 2,000. That's already right there. 2,000 by 32,000. Even though I've got a, a year membership, I can. I'll show you what you can do for free. Um, let's say they have these templates. Now this is not a free template, but this is the free template. And this is a free template. So let's use volunteers as a free template. Okay? So it's already got a template. You can just change this to the cow, right? Um, people to a ghost story, the cow. Okay? And then instead you put a picture of a cow for free right there. Cow, get your ass right there. Um, yeah. So you put the cow there. Yeah, he's, 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 literally he's been put inside the thing. And now, you know, it says, a story by Jar. Dark, rumble.com slash dark star rising. So, there he is. And I just created uh, the, the uh, cover, it's the best cover ever, the best cover ever. No one will ever create a better cover. This is the greatest cover of all time because good, Subjective, right? When you talk about something being like an art or something being good, you know, this is entertainment. It's subjective. So if I declare this is for me the best cover ever, then it's technically for me the best cover ever. It's subjective. Objective things are like scientifically things you can prove or disprove or show the evidence of. Subjective things are things like the cow, a short story by Charles, people to a ghost story. People to a ghost story, the cow, a short story by Jarv. That was really easy to make a uh, cover. And you can make covers for videos, and you can create video content, like a whole bunch of stuff, right? But if you're going to make, and now I'm going to go into like some specifics. I'll show you some of these programs I use. I shouted them out in, the, uh, in some of the other videos. Exclusive. Daz, Blender, Inkscape, Gimp, and... Alexa, open distant thunderstorm. Dissenter, 
Oh, open office. Okay. So start to be from start to end. I'm going to show you how to make a sci-fi story. This is the last final part of this because it's an important step, and she's broken. She's broken because she she hates the internet, and so occasionally she'll just decide to not con like she just like I'm not going to connect to the internet. And since everything requires an internet for her, she just stops working, and it just freaking pisses me off. What you do is you start with open office, right? And you type story idea. This is a story idea, and I'm typing. And you can totally see I'm typing real words because you're watching the video version. It's fine. And it's like, it's not even Laura Ipsum. This is fucking just uh, typing me words. And there you go. That's your plan. So you're like, okay, this is my plan. And now you can also type your story. And you type the story, and this is what the story is, and this is how the story happens. And, right? It's planned. All right? It's planned, story, everything. And now you're like, ah, oh, I don't know what to look like. Right? I don't want know what they're going to look like. I don't know how to get inspiration. Okay? Go to Pixels. Go to Pexels. Alright? Go to freeimages.com. Go to Upslash. Alright? I've shouted these out before. There's four. And then Canva. Okay? You can always just Google images with DuckDuckGo. Or you can go to these places. Because not only can you get inspiration, these are free to download and use commercially. Oh, I like that. Oh, if only I could use that as a background. Oh, I can use that as a background. Right now, I just go click free download. There's largest dimensions. Am I signed in? Let me signed in. And you don't have to be, but I fucking hate caption. Okay. Boom. You know? Did, did download. Okay. I think our power is fully plugged in. If I mess with that, it just turns it off. All right, Paxels, free, free pictures too. Most of them are portrait, but bad, boy, are they free. Um, and uh, upsplash.com, free images. And I got this rose here. And then also uh, freeimages.com. Like free images at freeimages.com. Who would have ever thunk? Right, free download. Okay. Now, you got all the inspiration you need visually, but there's more tools. Because even just for telling a story, even if you're not doing pictures, you can get some inspiration and stuff if you lose, use some of the programs I shouted out in a previous episode with the thing thing. Um, Blender, GIMP, Inkscape, uh, Daz, Blender, GIMP, Inkscape, Daz, and OpenOffice. Those five programs that change your life, right? Those five programs, you use them, they're good, you use them, they're good, they're good but you can also use them for inspiration. If you want to create a character in Daz, and then, okay, now I know what the character looks like. Now I can describe him in the book. Right? And then you can do stuff like that in Blender. And you can edit photos in GIMP. And you can create graphs and stuff. And edit SVGs in Inkscape. So you use all these different programs to create the concept. And then from there, you can turn it into a book. But also, from there, you can turn it into a movie. Or a video game. All right? Because you can use, for example, CryEngine or Un uh, uh, Unity or Open3D Engine, which is completely free and it's being worked on and it's based off of CryEngine 3 or 4. Okay? Um, you can use one of these game engines, you know, and get free assets on the internet. And to get free assets, basically, you go to um, TurboSquid or one of the other places that has free assets. So you go uh, free cow 3D uh, ma. Uh, object right and then you go uh free cow cd trader has free cow uh turbo squid has free cow 
Um, yeah, uh, Sketchfab is not a good place. 3D Export has got free cow. Clara has got free cow. Open Scenery. This is all on DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo.com. Alright. So, okay, these are premium, so we gotta click the X on the free and then click on free again, and then we get free. All these free cows. These ones, you don't have to pay anything for, and you can put them into a game engine. Go make your game. You have no excuses. If you have a computer, there's no excuses. You can go make your game. Right now. Right? Uh, it will be a lot of work, and you probably won't make any money off it off the bat, and to just put it on Steam, you have to pay $100, but you can make it now. Right? And um, for uh, Free Cow, models here. And then if you want to make a, a video, I make a lot more of those, like a movie. It's a lot easier than making a game. So maybe start off of that if you like to make content. And so like you can do that with OBS to record your screen. And you can add your face, right? OBS is a free uh, pro pro program, right? And you can do it also with XSplitter Gamecaster. I don't know why you would. Um, you can do it with uh, Screen Recorder from CyberPower. Um, I use mostly OBS. But if I want to record just the screen and the audio of just the computer, I use Screen Recorder from Cyber. Why? Because there's, for some reason there's a glitched bug and I can't, I, I can't record the sound from the actual computer. So everything from the sound comes from the microphone, which is fine because then there's not double sound playback loop error problem, right? So that works. So OBS works great with that until it squirrels my audio. So I can use, and I'm still be using it with, this, this, I'm recording it completely separately on a different program, which is another CyberPower program, I believe, called Audio Director, and I have access to it, so I use it. You can use Audacity, but Audacity sucks ass. It's always sucks ass for me. It, it hits or miss, misses, and when it misses it, it goes, it goes like this. I am speaking right now, and, I, and it sounds like, like it, it'll go in and out. Like, I'll cut my own audio in and out. It just never works for me properly. Okay, I get it. Everybody says it's the only free one. It's the only one worth using. I'd rather use Fruit Loops, which is completely free. And you can make your own songs with Fruit Loops. Okay? So, I've given you a lot of information here. There's no more excuses. We're going to make a video together. And we're going to do this pretty short. We're going to make a video together to show you how to make a video. There's so many different ways, right? So, we're going to do this quick. Um, um, fuck. Because I have no clue. Like, okay, so technically what we're doing... Okay, as we're going into Blender. This is one of the many ways you can do it, okay? So let's just do this. We add a cube. I just deleted the cube, and now I'm adding a cube again. <sighs> cube, right? Right. So now I go to, okay, do I remember how to do this? Yes. All right, so we're at frame one right here, down here. We go uh, I for lock, rot, sock. Lock, rot, scale, okay? Lock, rot, scale is bound on frame one. Now we're going to go to frame, frame 100. Okay, okay, and now I, and then I grab the box and I grab it over here. And I actually want the, it to be grabbed and put right here. Okay, now we do I lock rock scale. Okay, now we go back to frame one. Okay, and we push the play button. It moves. Okay, now we're going to record. This is a quick, like I said, this is a quick video what we're making. We're going to record it with Screen Recorder because I'm already recording with OBS and this will only record the audio from the screen and it also record whatever's on the screen. Generally speaking, few programs have made it. OBS sometimes doesn't record certain games, 
even though it's supposed to. Um, I think it was OBS I used, and I, I, I didn't get all of my game recorded for, for a specific game. I just got black screen. And it was, it was Stronghold Crusader 2. It's like, seriously. Okay? We could do full screen, F11. No, because off 11, F11 stops recording. We can go file, and we can do full screen there. I don't really care. We push play. It moves. Yay. Is it going to loop? No, it's not going to loop. But now we have a video. And we, we go ahead. There's a way to record it in Blender, too. Uh, we don't need to save that file. But we go ahead and we go to the screen recorder, 41 second long video. I can upload it to, to any one of those short places where they have short videos. Then, then this final program, I'm only going to shout it out here and never ever again anywhere else. I'm joking. I've probably already shouted it out so many times. Um, it's called DaVinci. Uh, it's also, it's also the, your resolve. So if you have strong resolve to work for free, I mean, to make content, right, and then make money from it all from for free from whatever you already have with the computer and the internet connection, which th those two things, those th all those things cost money. But if you you don't want to pay for it anymore, you use the programs I already shouted out and also you use DaVinci. So DaVinci is a guy who can, like, edit your videos for you and he'll do it for free. And he takes a while to load. I have him on a, on a hard drive that sucks ass, so sometimes it just crashes because the hard drive will skip. Skip, 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 skip. I have it literally taped to the, the desk. It's going to be taped to the desk during the move. Okay, so uh, finally, when it finally gets loaded, we have this, right? You use this. Um, it's a free program. It's a free program. And you can edit your free program. It's the best, in my opinion. The best video editing program I've ever used, at least. Definitely the best that I've ever used. CyberPower's PowerDirector is the fucking second worst program I've ever used. And then, um... What was the, wor the worst? I, I forget, but I, I did make a mental note of that. So here we go with one of the greatest video editing of our time programs, completely free. Resolve 16, and you can get 17 and 18, I believe, also for free. I haven't upgraded because fuck that, dude. I've got so much work to do. If I upgrade at this point in time, it's going to be like, it's going to be, you know, it's, I, I've got work to do. i got stuff to do. So we go ahead and we go new project, and we call it cow and then it's it's it just goes boom it makes a new project called cow and then you over here you go to project settings the first thing you always do in resolve is you go to settings you set your frame rate you set your resolution you don't need to worry about resolution so much you set your frame rate for this we're actually going to do 60 frames per second that's a stupid idea because it'll take forever to produce it but for this one video, it's 41 seconds long, so we can do 60 seconds and it won't take all that long. But generally speaking, you're going to want 29.97, 30, 24, something that's more or less half of 60 because doubling the frame rate doubles the amount of time it takes and people don't really... And, and that's like that's the standard for Hollywood. Um, if you're making a, 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 a YouTube video, though, people do like to set it on 60 frames per second. It depends, okay? You might want to make 60 frames per second, that's what we're doing. But we save it, because as soon as you put in content, you can't change the framework ever again for that save file, okay? So, um, are we still recording? We're still recording. Okay, so this is this is the one we made. We pull it in. It'll ask me to change the resolution or the frame rate. We say, don't change, okay? We put the audio up to 1570 because it's, it's quiet or whatever, okay? We got the video in here, okay? 
Now we can add uh, over here to titles, we can add some scroll text. I'm not going to even change what it is because I don't give a fuck. It's title. Title will fly to the top in Times New Roman. No, fuck! Not in Times New Roman. It could be title, but oh, it's in Aleph. Fine. That's that's fine. We'll put it in Aleph. It's still in Aleph. That's like fucking fine. We'll just put it in Aleph. Aleph. Amiri. Ar Arimo. We'll put it in. I mean, I'm fine with it being in Aleph. Okay, and then we're gonna put. We already have it saved. We're gonna put in our what you call intro for everything. Um, jeez, why are there no thumbnails? Okay, this is the intro that we use. Okay, and it's also the outro that we use for all this stuff like right? that. So we go Control C, and we click on the end, and we go Control V, and then right there we have a video. Okay, deliver. It's just like that. We deliver. We can we can do editing too, but like fuck that. Um, we can we can do deliver, and we go ahead and we export it into Blakey and Devery here, okay? And we're calling it Cow Three, okay? And oh, what format do we pick? Well, we pick MP4 too. MP4. H.264 resolution 1920 by 1080 frame rate 60 quality automatic best. I mean, this is set by default. You really only need to click MP4 for the most part. You click location, make sure there's enough room. Start render queue. Start render. And it's going to take forever because, like I said, it's 41 seconds long. It's 60 frame rate. And 60 frame rate could double the time it takes. You know, and, and if it was 4K, that would be quadruple or double the time it takes. Like, honestly, it should be double, but it, like, takes four times longer for me to render it in 4K than 2K. Ha! Ha! Yes, it should be double. 2 4K is 1920 by 1080p. It's a kind of 2K. The point is, you know, uh, you know, so, like, but this is taking forever. It's like, oh, boy. It's only at, like, oh, boy, it's still rendering, boy. It's still rendering, it's still rendering, it's still rendering, it's still, it takes forever to render, man. 41 seconds at 60 frames per second, it's done. Okay, it's done. It's done right now. And then you go Control S H. I don't know. Control S Shift S. Whatever the fuck. You put cow with two W's and it's save. We now we close the program because we rendered it and I don't care to edit anymore because I'm done. All right, we go here and we can watch cow and that's it. We made the video already. It's easy. You can also edit it to be in portrait mode in that editor if you. Upload to stupid places like TikTok and and YouTube. Title and the title's gone. And then you see this thing here. We're watching it. We're watching it. We're watching it. It's gonna move. The box is gonna move. It's the most interesting video that ever happened. It's the most interesting sci-fi story ever. Come on, box, move. Do the move thing. Do, do the move thing. There we go. It's gonna move, guys. It's gonna move. There you go. It moved. Amazing. Amazing. That was the coolest ever. Did it have my intro? Did it have my outro? Did it even render those? Oh, it rendered the intro and it's rendering the outro as well. Wow. It's all there. And then what we do is we go over to rumble.com, bitchy.com, minds.com, anywhere else you want to upload it to. And you can upload it. Start telling your stories now. It's not that hard. Um, 
If you have a computer and internet access, everything else can be free. Okay? So, um, remember, it's it's basically in pot it's it's actually not all that difficult once you get going on things but it is impossible to make something without making it okay without doing the thing without working without trying without work without doing thing you will always fail okay if you do thing you might still fail but your probability goes up okay and you might actually be able to finish the thing and people might actually watch it okay and so that's the beautiful thing about actually doing something and this is a shorter episode mind you you want to come back and hang out with with us me Jarv the Dark Star Rising podcasting show next week hopefully I'll be getting into that whole series far that I talked about but these are special episodes themselves because you know I it's it's just it's a fun special episode. We're gonna actually go through these clips, and I'm gonna show you one last thing. And we go to my account, and we go Daz Iray Studio HD. Okay, so we go to uh, items, product library, and we go to uh, Iray HD. Okay, environments. So Daz HDR environments. Here it is in my product library. I did download it. And I'm pretty sure I put it in the thing. I could re-download it. Like I said, I, I, I recognize half of these, sort of. So I probably already have this content. Okay. Um, so, with the Dark Fantasy Weapons, I don't think I have it. It says it's purchased, but I don't remember any of these. So what I'm going to go do is I'm going to go ahead and go to here and search for Dark Fantasy. Okay. And it says right here, I've got dark fantasy weapons. Okay, but we can. Dad's manager ready. Oh, I see. They're. Dad's studio. Don't ask me. Okay. Well, well, we'll install through Daz Central. Daz is not running, so we'll install, install through Daz Central. Oh, okay. So, that's not a link to install through Daz Central? How would we do this? This might be the problem. It might be that this is all installed already, and I just have to find it in the program to verify it exists. So we load up Daz and we see if we can find these things because if I already downloaded Dark Fantasy, I'm pretty sure I already have the environments, but let's say if we already have Dark Fantasy and we could go to Daz, we click escape and we go here and we look up Dark Fantasy in the search box and it turns out Dark Fantasy, what is the Dark Fantasy though? Dark Fantasy Spear IRA, Dark Fantasy Small Blade, that is Materials though, that's not a prop. We need the prop to get started. Oh wow, dark brown, dark fantasy nipples. Interesting. Um, and then we got uh, poses, dark fantasy. Huh. It says dark fantasy weapons for Genesis 3 and 8. 
Okay, so we have another way we can find it if the search doesn't work. Um, so we go ahead and we, we haven't found it. So we go ahead and go to DAS formats, my library, people, DAS 3 and 8, say set. So let's just go to 3 because we'll probably be in 3. And we go to 3 for female. And we go to props. Dark fantasy is the first fucking thing. And the props are all there. So we have dark fantasy. All right. Uh, I think they're all there. Uh, the hammer. I don't see the hammer. I really was like, oh, these. I've never seen these before. I've never used these before. Do I have these? Do I have these? There's a hammer eye ray. And there's a hammer. Prop. All right. So we got them all. We didn't recognize them because we had never seen those pictures before. Probably even those pictures. We, we didn't know that we had. All right. So we have dark fantasy. Do we have shadow thief textures? I think I've seen shadow and used shadow thief textures before. Shadow thief. Probably thinking of something I paid for. But Shadow Thief is here, and it's free, and I have it. I think I, I think I got it for free. All right. So, D4 Start Essentials is probably installed. Beach Volleyball Set. I have that. I've used some of its assets. Um, all right. So I probably have all this. That's good. great. And so like, yeah. So I have like a, I have like a thousand and thirty-four assets, something like that. So it's an insane amount of assets and tons of things I can make with this. This is fun. Um, but for now, we're going to go ahead and thank you for watching or listening to the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. I hope you have a good day and, um, uh, it's a little bit past Mother's Day, but maybe wish your mom a happy day and, um, let's see here.